Hello, and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And we have a, uh, a, a first, time, first time here on the podcast. We have the man, the myth, and the legend. Oh, Jamie's in. <laughs> um, guys, which uh, what what movie are we talking about today? Uh, Kingsman. Oh, Secret I haven't Service. seen that movie. Bye. Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Jamie. Yes, uh, yes. How's the movie? How's the movie? Uh, it was fantastic. I thought it was a great movie. Well, what did you think of the movie, Chris? I loved it. I thought it was, you know what I was like, I was like I watched the trailer for it and I was like this is gonna be really stupid, but I was like. I'll go and give it a chance. It's Matthew Vaughn who directed like the um, Kick-Ass movies. He directed like uh, also First Cl- X Men First Class is probably one of the best X Men movies to me. Yeah, well, it's like I was like, and plus it also had Con Firth and Samuel Jackson. I was like, all right, I'll see it. You know, the cheap time, whatever. Why not? Yeah. Man, that thing was freaking awesome. It was a yeah, it was a really fantastic movie. Um, I've I've seen it twice in the theater, and I never do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just because the first time I saw it on Valentine's Day. Um, can we go? Can we go ahead? By the way, talk about like the elf in the room and this whole entire thing right here, which is the best sequence of the whole entire movie. Um, which is the church sequence. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, see, see, best. I don't think that's the best sequence. I think the best sequence really is the uh, spoiler alert. Is the oh yeah, this by the way, real fast. This is the. Uh, if you watch, if listen to this podcast, it's not just a review. It's also like a podcast about the movie, so it's like we're gonna cover everything. So spoilers everywhere. Yeah. Just, just forewarning. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, sorry. The my, head exploding. My the favorite circumstance yeah, yeah. playing. It's the it's the heads exploding is my favorite scene. Oh, like the yeah, it's uh, the pop and circumstance playing in the background yeah. while they're it's uh, Obama's head exploding. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just think it was, a, it was like a really nice. Because yeah. when when I was first saying it, I was like, "Oh, okay, everyone's heads are about to explode, and it's it's about to be like one of those bits." Um, yeah. And it just turned into fireworks, and I think it was it. Yeah. It was just a mas- like a masterpiece of. Uh, D- did you also have like the same issue of like everybody in the theater was kind of going uh huh whatever? I was I was laughing my ass off the entire time. Yeah, I yeah. Stop laughing. Well, okay. I was like, "This is so funny." Because I, I saw the film on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Oh, did um, you? Oh, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, and it was packed. It was packed. With- oh, so did I, actually. I did, too, actually. Yeah, I just realized, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. was really funny, because um, the cinema me and my girlfriend went to, we thought um, nobody was going to oh, I have it. girlfriends by myself. <laughs> <laughs> we, we thought um, nobody was going to see it, because Fifty Shades of Grey was on at the same time, and there's a lot of hype around that movie, and they had two sessions on for that film, but it was completely empty, according to the little mm-hmm. thing that shows you how many seats are available. And But oh, Kingsman yeah, yeah. was packed. And it was in the smallest cinema that you could get in the in the place that we went to, and we we were forced to sit pretty much at the front, and usually when you sit at the front of a cinema, you, most of the time you're going into the movie like feeling pretty shit, because the screen's <laughs> in front of your face and you just don't like it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And, but this movie like won me over within about five seconds, and <laughs> not only that, but I went to go see it a second time, and I, we're, I was much further back that time, and it was still great, and there was. Bits I missed in the first bit, and there was funny jokes. It was just, it was just really great. Well, it's funny that you brought up the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey things. Like, I went to the theater, I had to wait in line, and one line was literally like all women. Like the one guy that's like kind of like there because he's like has to be there because his girlfriend or wife or whatever is making go there. And my line, my line was like almost like all guys, and I was like, you can see what's going on here. 
<laughs> all the guys went to Kingsman. All the women went to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I think the movie made like $35 million in like the first like, weekend, I think, or whatever, in which, which America. Way? Which way? This was uh, Kingsman. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. It was really good. I was like, surprised, especially for a movie like this right here. It's like, uh, it's not going to be that much money. It's like, yeah. And it's already made uh, 85 at the time of recording, by the way, this podcast, um, which is on, what's today's date? 17th of February? Yeah. yeah. It's made $85.8 million on a budget of $81 million. It's probably going to make back its budget. Yeah, it's, it's already made. Well, that means it's already made it back its budget, hasn't it? Well, no, you have to remember, like, if for movie terms, those are don't who are unaware... If you don't make back at least three times your budget, you didn't make back your budget because oh, okay. you have to realize also marketing is not included in the the, the I guess the official budget or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and and marketing, which is, marketing takes up a good like hundred fifty mil if you're doing like an eighty mil project. This is why it is that uh, Return of the King and um, actually Return of the Jedi also not made profit <laughs> somehow. Oh, speaking of Return oh, of the crap. Jedi, uh-huh. um, sneaky Mark Hamill cameo. Thing. Oh, dude, I, I was I, I was like. All of a sudden, I was like, this is Mark Hamill, right? This is, Mark, this is totally Mark Hamill? Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, just, it was distracting almost, like, this is totally Mark Hamill, right? <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny because at the time that he, like, obviously filmed the movie, his, he hadn't got the Jedi beard fully down yet, so it was oh, still yeah, halfway yeah, yeah. growing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just nice to see him on screen again, considering he hasn't been in a movie in such a long time. Well, it's like because it's because like he had that accident that happened. Like, was it uh, before Return of the Jedi? I guess he like. Uh... Oh no, no, it was before um, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, was it really? Okay, yeah. yeah. And, like his face got all scarred up. He's like, oh, he's not, he's not pretty anymore. It's like, shut up. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also because no. he, was, he was kind of um, like no one really could see him other than Luke. But now that he's a lot older, you can kind of because I, I bet you a lot of people didn't even notice that was Mark Hamill. Because, oh, dude, like, it's just, oh, man, no, that's... Because when, when, yeah. when you see him in the movie, you're like, is that Mark Hamill? And you just start questioning yeah. it. But yeah, and I was realize. like, I'm pretty sure it's Mark Hamill, but unless it's a guy looks just like Mark Hamill. Yeah. I'm too sure. Um, but um, I think Colin Firth, though, was just, like, he stole every single scene he was in, for me at least. I yeah. loved Col- I love Colin Firth. He's, a, he's one of my favorite actors. He's favorite a, British yeah. actors, especially. Actually, actually, he's probably my favorite British actor of all time, yeah. They, so far, the the lineup that they had was um, really good for this movie. Like, yeah, Colin Colin Firth obviously really good. Um, he, Samuel like, Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson um, is really good in any. That freaking lisp. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Mark Strong was really really good in this movie. Oh yeah, totally. I, yeah. I, I really I really like Mark Strong, and I'm used. He was to, finally not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm used to seeing him as a bad guy, and um, I think he just did really well in this movie. He's a really good um, comedy actor. He's got really good serious timing where it's like he, he says every line so straight and so like serious that it's just a little bit funny it's really great oh yeah um i think the first time i ever heard like ever saw him was probably that uh sherlock holmes movie the with the robert Downey jr yeah yeah my friend was telling me but i haven't seen i haven't seen the, the oh movie. yeah it's really good he's he's great as a bad guy he is really good mm-hmm. um i was excited by the way for the twist Michael Caine being a bad guy, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, right, right. He's right. never a bad guy. He's never <laughs> a bad guy. He's always like the nice. Well, like, I, I knew there was going to be a twist. Dude. Like, I was aware that there was going to be a twist because there always is in these kind of movies. But I, yeah. I always just thought it would have been Mark Strong's character because when he first appeared, there's this weird ominous shot, and you think he's going to be turn out to be a bad guy, but he turns out to be like the best character. Yeah, he ends up being like yeah, cute all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that what's, I like the, what's the name that, of the, like, the actor who played Eggsy? Uh, Taryn Egerton. 
that person at Taran, Taran, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's he, he did really good in that role because like he was the reason why I was afraid not going to see him because I thought he looked like one of those guys. Was like, uh, this guy's gonna be like a total douche or whatever. No, no, he's um, because what with that role that he was playing, it totally could have gone shit and he could have hated it, mm-hmm. but he pulled it off really well. Actually, I just think the the whole like all the acting throughout this movie is really top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that. Uh, it wasn't like I was expecting like to have like that uh, stereotype, stereotypical like um, romance sort of thing in there. Yeah, but it, it didn't. It was like her, him and like uh, was it like a uh, Roxy? I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually yeah. glad it didn't. Yeah, no. So well, it was, so was, it was, I. Was he, <laughs> I love the uh, nice little anal joke that was yeah, in there. Yeah, of course, it's, it's always nice to hear. <laughs> I, just, I just think like overall the movie was like like it was directed really well because like, Matthew Vaughn is a brilliant director. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think, it, it, like, everything was just sort of done really... It, I don't know, it just felt like it was done with love. Does that make sense? Like, with a lot of care and love? And it yeah. just sort of... It, it felt right. And the second time going into the movie, I noticed that the little... You know the little symbol that they have? Mm-hmm. I only noticed this the second time. It's a K on its side. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. I didn't, Jamie. I didn't notice it was a K on its side. It thought it was like just like just like a little archway or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> stupid idiot. I, no, I thought it was a little little angry face. <laughs> like you know, you know, like Mad Men. They they chose an emoticon like, for their yeah, yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie. Oh uh, god. No, um talk about the cinematography though, kinda of jump back by the way to my to my favorite scene real fast. Mm. Which was the church scene. It's because like it was shot so well that at first I thought it was like a, a single shot pretty much the entire time. Yeah. It felt like a, it felt like a one shot thing almost. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was not shot in the sense of like you know normally it's like an action scene. It's usually like shot like you know very choppy kind of like you know cut here cut here cut here whatever. It was like it was like following Colin Farth around yeah, doing all yeah. sorts of stuff. I could follow the entire I could I could follow the entire the entire scene was like fine. Yeah. And it's just like. I love the fact that like, just like it was a, such a such an awesome like oh this is so cool but also it was, like so like horrible because yeah, what's going on in the yeah. scene. But it was also like I don't know it was I think it was done stylish and like stylistically, to quote George Lucas, um, stylistically enough that it you could just sort of take yourself out of it because it's it's that kind of like genre that um, Matthew Vaughn likes to play in which is like hyper realism. Mm-hmm. So he like. That's why whenever someone punches you into a wall, there's like a weird shock on the camera, and the camera like, it's it's like I don't know, just the way he directs it, makes you kind of feel, it, it it's it's more of like a fun thing when you're watching people get massacred in the church. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, uh, Samuel Jackson's like, is is that king's been guy dead yet? It's like no, not yet. <laughs> um, just killing everybody. It's like good god. When I was sitting in the in the theater, the <laughs> this one lady that was. Because, like, the, when I went to see it, like, on Valentine's Day, um, the theatre was packed, it was mostly packed by a, a lot of, like, older generation people, which I thought was interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not sure why, but they love the movie. So there's this I one lady who, people. during the church scene, I heard her go, oh, not in a church. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't think I've laughed silently harder. Like, I was just sitting there, like, just cackling at this woman's comment. And so I had to watch that. Obviously, I fully into the um, second fight scene the second time around. But the first time, I just couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think um, 
I saw some people like walking like down the steps, or whatever, like during that scene. I was like, oh, I'm walking out. Like, I didn't yeah. follow up if like if they came back or not. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, I love the fact that, by the way, um, if you're not from America, you may may or not know about this people called the Westboro Baptist Church, which is who they're totally parodying mm-hmm. in that scene. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm I've got the. Okay, well, I'm yeah. aware of them, but I don't know. Okay. People, cool. like yeah, they're basically they're um, they're extremely like uh, they're crazy. They, uh, God, they're radical Christians essentially. That just minus them blowing people up basically. <laughs> uh, what was that? What was that line he was saying? Like to get out of the get out of the room. Sorry, do you know what line it was that Colin Firth used to get out of the uh, out of the church? Ah, uh, manners maketh. Oh, no, no, to get out of the church. No. Yeah. Um. It was like, uh. Ah, oh, crap, I can't remember. I'll have to find. I'll have to look it up. Oh, I'm a. I'm a Catholic. Um, I'm a Catholic whore. I'm a Catholic uh, whore. Going, currently. Going to meet his. That was, it was, it was, it was like going, going to meet my black Jewish boyfriend who works in a military abortion clinic. Yeah. Uh, Hail Satan, have a nice day. Yeah, um, who's, who's enjoying, um. Sodomism, like out of wedlock or something. I, don't, I can't remember yeah, what he said. But it was like, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, that'll do it. Oh yeah, actually, let's talk about let's talk about uh, Samuel Jackson real fast. Yeah, and how amazing he was. Um, I, I I'm wondering if like he walked on the set and was just like with that lisp going, and they're like, oh, it's Samuel Jackson. Just let him, just let him do his thing, you know? <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's written into the character. Okay, um, because he does have a few lines that. Um, it's like emphasizes lisp. Cause, oh, like, does okay. Yeah, there's quite a few lines that where all like pretty much three of the words in a row would start with an S. Yeah. Um, to really like insinuate it, and I thought it was um pretty clever. But I don't, I don't know if anyone else picked up on it. But I just I seem to pick up stupid things. You're a stupid person. Um. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, it's similar like because wow. you know what's like Samuel Jackson or whatever. He's usually like that kind of like uh cool man has like you know great diction and it's like this guy's like totally lisping and just oh, that mm. was awesome they actually able to play a different yeah. character finally I, no but I, I like the i like the idea that the bad guy doesn't like blood yeah and his shot like is he dead <laughs> yeah I, th- I think that was really clever because it, yeah. it it takes it takes all the things you know and then and then turns out on mm-hmm. well you had that that uh that line where it was like uh this is like one of those movies where I explain everything uh, to you, like my evil plan. You come through some yeah, convoluted yeah. way to get away and blah, blah, and it's like, That's that kind of movie. It like shoots him in the head. Yeah, yeah. There was a nice little reference to Get Smart with the shoes when he said, um, uh, back in the old days, they used to have a phone in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was a little little nods to a lot of things, which I thought was... Yeah, a lot of, a lot of James cool. Bond. And yeah. I, I love the, yeah, the gift of Get Smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find this it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek movie, not like not, but not so tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not like it's, it's not, not a parody. Yeah, it's not a parody. It's not like Johnny English is like a parody, and oh yeah, like, yeah, it, it ends up being really bad. But <laughs> this was like done well. It was yeah. a good movie. Highly recommended. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think anything else we can talk about this for this movie. <laughs> 
Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Tyler for a second. Yeah. yeah so Tyler has got Tyler that. has not seen the movie yet. Yeah, Tyler. Which is why you're listening to us, you know, assholes right now talking about this movie. Well, yeah, and obviously we have lots to talk about. That's why we're 16 minutes in, and we basically covered everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, like, we did a podcast for American Sniper, and it was like a almost like 50 minute podcast over just like one movie, and it's like. Yeah, but American American Sniper had. I didn't like American Sniper. Let's be honest. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. Uh, I, just, no. I just thought it was crap. Well, here's saying that you're not American, so you're not well, going to like it. So. <laughs> it's not that. Like, I can understand patriotism. But it didn't even feel like it was shoving propaganda down my throat, either. Like, that's not... that's not Like, it had nothing to do with the fact that it was American. It didn't make it. It was more of the fact that, yeah, it, just, it was just kind of boring. Mm. It was just very well, boring. To pull us back to Kingsman for a second, actually, yeah. uh, when, I left the, when I left the theater... It took me like half an hour to an hour most to like time to like digest what I just watched because when I was appalled, but at the same time I was like highly entertained. Sure. And I was See, like, I this get, is I like... don't get appalled by those movies, and that might just be um, my Australianism coming out. My, mine was just the fact they killed the president off, and I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> oh, goddamn it! That's, that's not true, by the way. That's not true. I'm not upset. See, See, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, I was so actually cool. really hoping that one of the places they show was Australia and it was just a bunch of people punching on a beach like even though even though they had that for Rio I think it should have been Australia and then, oh yeah yeah um, but here's the, here's the thing though that and then like when, been... the, when all the stuff sh- like when the stuff stops going and the people stop fighting it shows Australia again and everyone's still fighting yeah I was gonna say it's like isn't that like <laughs> Like to shoot that scene, they go just go to Australia, just put a camera up and just film a normal beach scene. It's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. This is totally normal. It's like a voyeur shot, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> or a candid shot, I guess is a when a candid, I suppose. Um, because <laughs> you're all crazy. But um, I, I worked out there. I was like, this is probably one of the most British movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I think great. this actually beats this somehow beats out Monty Python and the Holy Grail for being more British. <laughs> <laughs> it was very British, but that's kind it of like, is, yeah. like it, it had a lot of swag to it, from, and I really yeah. liked it. Like, it that's, I think that, that British movies do have a lot. They have a lot of that style, that um, that lot, a lot of very classy, yeah, sort of feel to them. Yeah, like the fact that like um, when uh, what's his name again with the uh, Egerton, Taron Egerton, oh, whatever yeah. his name is, <laughs> whatever his name is, um, we dressed up in like the full suit ever. Did he kind of look like Colin Firth? Yeah, yeah, that was the point. Okay, I figured. I was making sure. I was like, this guy looks just like Colin Firth now. <laughs> he was. He even walked and talked a bit like Colin Firth, which is like yeah. Kind of when he when he walked down like the steps, I was just like, oh, this guy's like got the swag, just like the yeah. perfect amount of it. Yeah, he's like I don't know. He's just nailed it. That that guy, that actor, really. Yeah, that was that's a, that was a really great uh, casting choice right there. Yeah. So I, I said I was I was afraid that it wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's was my first like my initial worry, but yeah, and like. Good. Whenever uh, Colin Firth died, I was like, "Oh no!" His character died. I was like, "Oh no, it's not gonna be any good anymore." But it, the guy just took over and just like took their charge. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, "This guy, okay, never mind. This guy's fine." You know. Yeah. Well, I, I keep talking I, about. Yeah, yeah. I keep I talking about of, Colin I Firth. I Colin Firth's character would die from the beginning. Yeah, I I did too. I, was, I didn't want that though. I still didn't want it to happen. <laughs> I I I don't think he should be on the front of every poster though, because he seems to be. Which is oh kind yeah, of he's totally he's, he's, not, like, he's not really the protagonist. Yeah, but he's it's, the he's main just, focus. He's, yeah, he's just kind of the draw for the audience. Yeah. Well, it's like you know when you watch um, a lot of movies, like you know, let's see, uh, like Aladdin, the genie is the main 
part of the poster. Look at like uh, was another one of those. Uh, oh, series of unfortunate events where Jim Carrey was the main like the main focus on the posters. Like the three kids like kind of small little parts on the posters. That happens a lot. That's just marketing and just you know because nobody really looks at this guy um, Egerton and goes, oh that guy yeah I love that guy that guy's awesome blah blah. blah. People see Colin Firth and like, oh Mr. Darcy. <laughs> I, so, I think it helps that I haven't seen many Colifer films. Oh man, I if if I was just one to you, I'd definitely suggest like King's Speech mm. for a couple of years ago when you won the uh, uh, best picture, I believe. I've no, I've, I've seen a, I've seen a few. I don't, okay, like, okay, good. But I don't, like, but like Colin Firth, Colin Firth to me doesn't isn't associated with the role. Colin Firth is Colin Firth to me. Yeah. So. Well, it's like, I'm like for the audience, whatever, if you, if you want to look up, like, Colin Firth rules, just, like, totally watch King's Speech. It's probably my favorite one with him, and probably actually one of my favorite movies of all time right there. Because yeah. I'm also a big sucker for, like, I mean, I'm a huge sucker for, one, World War Two, and number two, like, England in World War Two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, another reason why I love, like, I love British humor, because so this is also a movie that just really plays to, yeah, right, straight to me, so. Oh, this um, is a good movie. Good movie all around. Yeah. Should we give it a rating? Do you guys do ratings? No, we usually, like, usually for most podcasts, we're like, you know, um, if it's like a bunch of movies, we say, okay, this is which movies we'd like, like, in, like more than the other ones that are like, we're ranked that way, or like, we'll say, recommend this movie. I, I just recommend okay. this movie. Alright, well, how about we give this a rating? We'll change it up because Tyler's not here because he's a c. Well, this is also my podcast, so shut up. So, alright. <laughs> how about? Uh -huh. How about? We give it a rating. I, I gave it about a 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5? So, yeah, I give my rating out of 10. That gives you more options. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Are we doing decimals or no decimals? You can do decimals, whatever. Alright, I'll give it a 8.6. Okay. That's, that's, that's my cool. rating. Highly recommend. I'll, I'll go change mine up actually to it should, what should be. Should be, I guess, would be an like an eight out of ten. But I guess I'm gonna, that that sounds too low, so I'm gonna give it like about. I'll give it eight point seven. There you go. Oh, now I'm gonna beat you out now. Yeah, I'm not gonna beat you out. It's like the, it's like the Price is Right. I had to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give more. it an eight point eight then. That's... Oh well, now I'll give it a ten. So shut the fuck up. You can't give it a ten. This thing is a perfect movie. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. That's not true, sir. There are perfect movies out there. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. No, there isn't because you, you always have one problem with it. Uh, no, no. What's I'm pretty the, certain that movie? Close Encounters... What's the movie? What's Close the Encounters the Third Kind, which we'll get into later. Oh. It's in our Spielberg podcast. Let's get Tyler yeah. back in here. Can you call him? No. No, because he, he has to end the podcast. No, we're in the podcast right now. No, no, no. So, we, uh, no, we call, call Tyler. No, 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 call him. No, seriously, no. call him. <laughs> Alright, everybody, have a nice day. Bye-bye. Well, that's enough gay shit from them. Check us out next time when we talk about Steven Spielberg movies. Later... for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com.